Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Uh, yeah, yeah, what? All right, another episode of the College of Street Podcast. I am Joseph Pavone, alongside Joel Pavone. All right, Pavone Show, this edition of Causeway Street. No Sean Dutra. He's so damn mad at this team. No, he just couldn't make it. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of Celtics fans that are really mad at this team, though. You know? But that's okay. That's all right. You you deserve to be upset and frustrated, but don't give up on this team quite yet, right? I mean, they're not... Once again, the the, the injury bug is, is, is taking full force of this, of this starting five at the worst time, right? But there's, there's plenty of bright spots, of course. Kemba Walker had a terrific performance the last time he played. And the Celtics, despite a couple of losses, the last 10 games in the grand scheme of things, they're moving in the right direction. So we're here to make you Celtics fans feel better. Me, myself, Joe Sway, alongside Joel, we're going we're gonna to talk you through this, <laughs> which I feel like we've also been saying a lot throughout the course of the regular season. But, I mean, this time it's a little different, though, right, Joel? It's a little different. Yeah, I mean, I think, like you said, like this team is moving in the right direction. Um they didn't get blown out by the Nets, you know, like they kind of did the first two times. Uh, that's always a plus, considering that you were <laughs> you, you were missing three starters. So, like, like come progress, on. I guess. Like, like, I guess it's progress. Right. It's, it's progress because it's like, you know, Stevens can start trusting other guys that maybe uh, Celtics fans don't trust. But, I mean, we can, we can talk about – we can dive more into that as this, as this episode progresses. Yeah, I definitely want to do that because that, <laughs> that's one – that's one thing I didn't like from from Brad Stevens was was his rotations against the Brooklyn Nets, and I, I, I get it. You know, you're shorthanded. It's not easy to make. Uh, it's not easy to appease everyone when, when you're when you're going through decision making and, and you got Shimmy Ojale in your starting lineup and you got Romeo Langford. I mean, Romeo Langford putting up a goose egg in that starting lineup. You, you can, it can really complicate things, right? But when you're playing against Kyrie Irving and he he's in the middle of the worst game of the season, and I'm not exaggerating whatsoever, the worst uh, shooting performance, worst uh, scoring we've seen from Kyrie all season long, shot just over 22 percent. 
Like, like you got to capitalize on that, right? I mean, Jason Tatum, 25 points in the first half. You got to capitalize on that. That third quarter where guys like Blake Griffin is giving you the business, Uncle Jeff, freaking the Renaissance, giving yo, you the business. Yo, Uncle like, Jeff Uncle Jeff went to work, yo. He went yo, to AKA work. AKA Renaissance Jeff, man. Like, <laughs> my, my man, like, as years go by, the whole fine wine thing, it's like he's just more polished. He's not better, right? He's not going to be – he's not going to revert to – being a 20-point scorer or whatever the heck he was in his heyday. <laughs> but he's just been solid, rock solid, consistent. He continues to do that all season long. And, of course, against the Boston Celtics. Yeah, I mean, when you got guys like Jeff Green, and I feel like he's he's done this uh, time and time and again every time he plays the Celtics, no matter what team he's on. Um, you got uh, Joe Harris. No knock on Joe Harris. Joe Harris is a very solid role player for this Nets team. You know, he, he does his thing. He's he's pretty much your 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 three point uh king on, on the squad, even though you got other guys like Duran and, and, and Harden. But when you got those two guys leading your your leading the leading the pack, so to speak, here, and uh what's the guy's name? Brown or uh, was Bruce Brown coming off the bench? Bruce too? Brown, yeah. Like and and then and then what was that other guy like they just signed? Um Mike from uh, he was he just came from overseas. Who? Exactly, Mike Jones. Mike, Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Mike fucking Jones. Who? So, Mike yeah, Jones. So I, I get it. Like you're you're shorthanded. Yo, my man, the, the ink off his passport was still wet. When <laughs> the stamp, in, the stamp was just when he checked still, in. Still, still, still. You know, it's it hasn't even dried off yet. It hasn't even dried off. Jeez. But when you got when you got those guys going off, and just Kyrie just feeding them, like you know, facilitating and grabbing rebounds, and he's like, you know what? I've already scored 77 points against these guys in the first two meetings, so I'm just gonna just uh, make sure everyone else goes goes off. Yeah, you're, yeah, I agree with you there, Sway. Like you can't, you can't have that. You can't let that happen I, again. I get it. You're shorthanded too, but that was a waste of 38 points from uh, Tatum, a waste of 22 points from uh, Pritchard because you know Pritchard went to work as well. You know, six out of seven from three point land, and and you lose the game. Like that's a tough one. That's a tough one to swallow. And I wasn't expecting a whole lot from Evan Fournier. Like we just from what yeah, we've yeah. seen from Jason Tatum coming back from COVID, like it's not I get it. It's the first game back. So I'm not even going to whatever he put up, I was just gonna take that as a bonus. But I just it's the attitude, man. It's the energy. It's that that swag that I saw from these guys a couple of weeks ago. The ones that were telling the media to F off and you know, all this <laughs> and that. And look, yeah, you were backing it up. And, and and you just I didn't see that same team against the Nets. I didn't see the same team that we saw against the Phoenix Suns. Now Kemba Walker, of course, makes a humongous difference, right? I mean, when Kemba Walker is cooking the way he was against the Suns, thirty plus Kemba. I mean, you take that every single day because there's not there's not a whole lot of those to go around. Let's face it. Let's be honest here. And with that, like, believe it or not, that's such a bright spot for the Celtics team when we're talking about how far they can go in the playoffs and and and, and the fact that. They still have a really good chance to not partake in this damn play-in tournament that everyone's been talking about so much. But I just can't get over the fact that without Kemba, you know, yeah, okay, without Jalen to a certain extent, but just w- without Kemba, like, I just, I can't, like, I look at a team like the Phoenix Suns and, and the, the way the Celtics handled them and the way Kemba Walker played against that team. That's a team that's fighting for the number one spot in the Western Conference. Like, that's a team that's not too far behind the top teams in the NBA. And it's just, those are two completely different Celtics teams that we saw on back-to-back nights. And one gives me a whole lot of hope that this team can find the momentum at the right time, or at least that if, if, if Kemba Walker, all right, put it this way, 
this team could be a Kemba Walker, you know, renaissance or whatever you want to call it, a, a Kemba Walker uh, consistent at that third spot of, you know, player away from, from reaching the Eastern Conference Finals, from potentially going toe-to-toe and knocking off a team like the, the Sixers and the Nets. So I'll, at least the Celtics have that to, to go on. But we also can't look look over the other injuries, what Robert Williams means to this team, you know? And and Jalen Brown, how serious is this shoulder injury? Or, elbow, or excuse me, um, yeah, shoulder, right? I was going to say shoulder, left shoulder injury. The same one who, you know, has has a history. You know, you take all that into account and it's just like, man, any anything, any one more bad thing can push the Celtics to, to, to the point of no return. Yeah, I mean, um, other than the shoulder injury, too, he's been battling the, uh, the knee tendonitis, so that, that can flare up at any moment for Jalen Brown. So uh, it's like when they were going on their on their run, you you saw that they were gonna they were they were healthy, right? Minus Fournier, obviously, but it was like one by one with Robert Williams. He was listed as day to day in the beginning, and now he's missed like five games. And I don't know. It's just. It's tough because it's not just COVID that's anymore. Huge, that's huge for both ends. <laughs> yeah, you know, before yeah. it used to be like, oh yeah, you need him for the for the defense and that you know he can really intimidate guys in the paint or or or, or disrupt you know the flow of, of opposing teams' offenses. But offensively, he, when he gets his touches, the Celtics are a different team. You yeah, know, yeah. whether whether he's scoring or not, just just getting getting his touches and, and, and getting him in the paint to create because he's also a good passer. I mean, that's a humongous loss on both ends. Like you go you go from having. Uh, Robert Williams and and and, and Trisha Thompson as your main guys, you know, off the bench in terms, I mean, like in terms of like the big man rotation, and then you 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 can sprinkle in now Jabari Parker, who you know we haven't got a chance to talk about because he you know he was he was signed. This usually this is usually the case when the College Street Podcast releases an episode, something big happens right after the episode gets released. So <laughs> like, Jabari right. Parker was signed right when the last episode was released. So I've liked what I've seen from him in the first uh, few games uh, the, against the Nets, not so much, but. Uh, not a lot of not a lot of uh, great things to talk about the Nets off the bench other than Pritchard, but those three those are your three guys, right? In terms of like the the middle, um, you can I guess you can sprinkle in Cornet every now and again, but I think that's more when 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 one of those three that I mentioned are are not available. So, um, like, how deep do you want to go with this in terms of you know your 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 four and your five spot, and technically after Tatum. There isn't really a four on this team, right? So that's the front court gets a little bit gets a, gets gets affected when one guy or two guys are are out for a long period of time. I just I'm just worried that this Celtics team it's gonna just not they're gonna run out of time, you know? Yeah, right. Like that's five, and 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 we're we're gonna have to see a, a somewhat of a version of the Nets, you know, what we saw against the Nets and. Obviously, that would be awful because you know that then you don't even have a chance. But even when you do have Jalen Brown and Kemba Walker back into the mix and, and and Robert Williams, like I just think not getting enough reps in, man, it can really be effective. But a first round playoff series can change that, right? We've seen that in the past with other NBA teams, and it, as long as they avoid that playing tournament, and, and I, I still think they have a good chance of doing that, then then they're going to be in good shape. But I mean, to your point about the, the second unit and, and guys like Peyton Pritchard, man, I, I just, I, I don't, I couldn't understand why Brad Stevens, I feel like just didn't want to like unleash him sooner or, or, or he was so, he's been so cautious with him. And, and I know he was, he had hit that rookie wall, you know, a couple of weeks ago, 
And I feel like he's been removed from that. And and when he's on the floor, like the way the Celtics are the 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 way the Celtics were handling the ball and and, and the, the way the turnovers were stacking up in that second half, I just couldn't understand why you don't go to Peyton Pritchard sooner in that third quarter, you know? Like like Pritchard, he has to be that secondary playmaker for the Celtics team. And it has to be someone that you can rely on when guys like Marcus Smart and Tatum and, and other starters need need a need a break. And I just think he's that guy. Look, Marcus Smart has done a good job of facilitating. Yeah, he has some of those plays, especially, you know, the one I'm talking about, the Shaq's in the full worthy turnover that he did down the stretch where he looked like he, he thought that he saw one of his teammates in the corner, but it was actually two guys that were on the on the, on the the bench cheering. You know, that, he, got, I'm not, he got mad. I thought he got mad for a second. The, the way he was like, y'all, y'all need to sit down, y'all, when, when we're in this uh, yeah, situation. Yeah, he was joking. Yeah, yeah, it was one of those, like, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> I'm mad, but then I'm like, no, I'm just messing with you. Yeah, but like, I'm not just talking about that. I just, I just mean like someone that they can rely on with that, that can free Marcus of that of that duty, right? You know, like I, I just don't understand why not give him that opportunity, especially on nights when Kemba Walker is not playing. You don't want to start him, fine, but Payne Pritchard has to be in the fold, has to be well over 20 minutes and and constantly uh, facilitating because he, he's going to need that weapon down the stretch he's gonna need that weapon in the postseason yeah i'm, I'm with you i think he should have started the game you know what i think kemba should have played that game let's, let's let's start with that you know when we're talking about the backcourt in general because it's like you know you you're you're gonna be you're down jalen brown you're down robert williams and kemba's coming off a one of his best performances of the season yo let him play like you only have one more back-to-back after this don't play him because i believe they're playing like cleveland some shitty team at the end of the season, so fine, save them, save them, don't play them in that. But this is the this was like your last quality, uh, you know, back to back. And again, him coming off a great a great performance against the Suns, yo, play him. But maybe don't play him the full thirty plus minutes that he's been playing. But you know, get like start him and, and get him and get him going a little bit here. And I think he would have had a different outcome. Now you don't want to, you didn't want to play Kemba, fine. But I think Pritchard should have started that game. And I think uh, Romeo has been getting these minutes because it, because of his defense. And it wasn't like it was that great against the Nets, but like overall, I think he's starting to get, he's starting to uh, gain Brad Stevens trust a little bit. And I think Pritchard needs that as well. I think he needs a little bit more trust because it's not just all about scoring with him. And you're going to start seeing that he's going to be a, a major piece, if not already a, 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 in, in the rotation here going forward and into the playoffs. Yeah. I'm glad he started Langford. Like I want Langford to get, you know, defensive assignments against start a, a starting lineup like the Brooklyn Nets. You know, whether they're whether they're shorthanded or not, like he has to be into the fold because he's he's another one's going to be important for for defensive purposes moving forward. But yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's my only thing with with Brad and his approach to the game on Friday. You know, uh, putting in Carson Edwards start the fourth quarter. I like that. Apply pressure. Look, these guys are down by fourteen points. To me, that's like, yo, man, I, I'm I'm going Carson. I'm going Tatum. I'm about halfway. I'm about halfway to, to to waving the white flag, guys. Get it together, and they did. You know, <laughs> like it, it works. Like that. That's um. That, I, I'm not complaining about that. I, I just, I, I just, I, I want to see Pritchard. I don't want to. I don't want Pritchard to be uh, labeled as like the the same sort of program or put into the same sort of program that we saw with Robert Williams, right? Like Robert Williams at the beginning of his tenure, like, and, and that was necessary because he. That's how raw his skill was. Peyton Pritchard is not that raw. Peyton Pritchard's got plenty of uh, basketball, plenty enough basketball IQ, 
thus far up to this point in this in his rookie season that he could take on those kind of minutes, those heavy minutes. Yeah, I mean, it it it, just, it goes to show like what the difference of going to college for a year versus four years. Like he was, he's NBA ready, and for, regardless of the rookie the the rookie wall that he hit a couple of weeks ago, that he even he admitted to it. Like he's he's ready for this long haul. He's ready for the the, the stretch, the 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 you know the end of this regular season. And he's like, yo, let's let's go for this this deep playoff run. And and, and Brad has to be able to trust him because, like I, like like we like we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, COVID injuries. There's they no other team in the NBA has been affected by both than than more than the Celtics. Again, it's not an excuse, but. Like you, you have to be. You have to have your guys ready to go, no matter who, who, no matter who you decide to go with. Where do you think the Celtics' chances are that they that they're going to enter this playing tournament? Um, looking at their their schedule for the rest of the season, it's great. I think that they're not going to be playing in this in this um this playing tournament. Um, like you have you have a few playoff teams scattered <laughs> in there. And just I, to let people know, hold on real quick. Sixth yeah. place, thirty-two and twenty-eight. I mean, they're game out we'll of see what happens. Yeah, game out of uh, the the fourth seed. Um, they got they, they got they got to play the Knicks one more time. So if they win that season series, because right now it's tied one-one, you own the you know. tiebreaker. Uh, you don't own the tiebreaker with Atlanta, unfortunately. So if you're tied, you end up as you know whatever seed tied with. Excuse me, with them, then you're you're going to be the seed below. Yeah, but they might drop like without Trey. Yeah, that's, that's a humongous. Trey. That's a humongous loss. I mean, that's the thing, like. The, the the schedule is is I, compared to the other teams, it's heavily in the Celtics' favor. Yeah. But then also you have an injury like Trey Young. You have the Hornets that are on the downslide. You know, with Gordon Hayward out. You know, and um, I think Ball might come back. Yeah, I think, he's, coming, I think yeah he's coming back. They said we're probably going to see Ball back for for that second game for the Celtics because they they played them twice this week. But yeah, I mean, all that all that works in their favor. I mean, I, I would say Miami is going the other way though. But we'll see. Well, I mean, I think I think Miami, I think Miami's like the favorite in that playing tournament because yeah, yeah they just and I, and I cannot wait because if that yeah. happens, then we get an we get an incredible first round matchup yeah. either way, right? Yeah. With with the Philadelphia 76ers, or we'll see the Miami Heat take on the Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm I'm all I'm all for it. I mean, I mean, you got right. the Nets that they took over the the first the first seed as of right now. Um, the Sixers have been they've lost like. Three in a row, if I'm not mistaken, uh, as we're we're recording this podcast, so they're slipping at the wrong time, and the, and the Celtics they need to they need to take advantage of that of these of these teams slipping. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Keep an eye on it. Yeah. All so, right. so silver lining <laughs> to sum up, <laughs> right? Uh, we think the Celtics have a great. They're in a great situation to not be in this playing tournament. Uh, it's the seventh seed to tenth, right? They're, they're, those those are the ones that fall into that to that category. Celtics Correct. are six right now. Currently, I uh, have a chance to go up to to up to fourth in this next these next um, week or so. So we'll, we'll see we'll see we'll see how it goes. And you know, Evan Fournier, he's gonna he's not gonna. I don't think he's gonna have another fucking zero for seven night like he did against the Nets. And and it's okay because even even he's like the only way for me to. Get acclimated with my new teammates because he's only played like four or five games since he's um, been traded to Boston. Is to keep playing because they're not practicing. Uh, they've had like one or two practices since he's been here, so he's like, I, I got to play. So that's the only right. way he's gonna get acclimated. So you know what else too? You know what the new Celtics do, man. You know what they do when they when they throw up a stinker like this or a disappointing loss like this, man. They clap back. 
They, they do. do. They do. And, and I think that uh, that's going to happen this week for sure. I mean, you know, you can say what you want about the injuries and, and, you know, it seems like every other week or so, or not even like every like five days or so, there's one of these disappointing losses. But I mean, that was all before that winning streak, right? That six game winning streak, right? I think leading into that winning streak was when the the attitude shifted a bit, right? It's like, man, we got to, uh, we got to play for pride here. You know, man, they, they throwing dirt on our name, you know, like that. I think that resurfaces and, and that's going to, that's going to bode well for this team. But again, the injuries are the injuries, you know, you, these guys, if we don't see Robert Williams and, and Jalen Brown for another week, I, I think that's when you start to see this team sort of, they're going to start losing that, uh, that, stride or that swag momentum little, yeah yeah a little bit you know you need those guys that they're there's they're special players for this team especially Jalen. yeah it's it's not we, we've 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 talked about this the last few episodes like when that when everyone is on like this team is it's is hard to beat and yes they're top heavy but like those th- that five that starting five whether it's put him uh, up against any, yeah, you know? yeah, and whether it's Robert Williams or 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 Thompson, because Thompson's been playing pretty solid. I feel like ever since he's come back from COVID, um, they're a hard team to beat. And when that ball's moving around and you're in the twenty-five to thirty or more assists, you know, as a team uh, area, then you know you're you're probably going to win that game. Yeah, when they're spraying that ball, as Stevens would say, exactly. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> they just really spray the ball, you know. <laughs> Spray it, spray it. It's all over. I just pictured like a freaking like someone on the hose just like spraying the ball, and, you know, like someone's trying to pick it up, and then someone someone sprays it and it just keeps moving across the court. It's like, yeah, oh, like he'll, he'll, say, he'll say either that or, or pop, pop. Yes, yeah. We really made the ball pop, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't remember. I don't remember hearing the ball get flat there. Uh, Stevens, what are you talking about? No, no, just, just keep <laughs> that's gotta be a, is that, was that a Midwest thing or was it Indianapolis thing? <laughs> yeah, right. You're, you're right. You know, that's, that's probably that's, that's exactly what, what it is. Some, don't they call soda pop? Yeah, that's exactly what they call it. They don't even say soda, it's pop. Yep, for them out, pop, out in the Midwest. Has, pop has many definitions out there. Yeah. Not yeah. it's not just about music. <laughs> I feel like we would say <laughs> what would we say? You just say swing. We're so lazy in the East. Yeah. Yeah, just swing the ball. Swing that's that shit. Yeah, right. Keep swinging. Swing. <laughs> Move that rock, right? I don't know what else. What else is there? Yeah, like, no, no. It's like it's like don't let don't let the rock stick. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Swing, swing, swing. Don't let it stick. Don't let him. Yeah, don't let. Don't. Pop, pop sounds like more like sounds more like old school, but and he he makes it sound like a, the way when Brad uses it, it's an old school term, but it's like he modernizes it to like to to it sound pretty cool. I mean, that sounds cool. No, that, but, that more often. But I could hear like Larry Bird saying something like that, like. We made, we really made it pop tonight, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, we really oh. had the ball popping. Yeah, it was a lot of popping out there of that of that basketball, and that's that's how you win basketball games. <laughs> well, no, he says pop. That's a different. See us, yeah. We, <laughs> yeah. we, we hear popping. That's a whole other different thing. So, yeah. <laughs> Got to be pop. You can't say popping. Popping is yes, like right, what? Right. My bad. That was the east. That was the east in me. My bad. Yeah, the east came out real quick. So yeah, it's like it's like it's like when you go to a party. Yo, yo, this party's popping. You know, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, exactly. you know, it's, it's off the hook. You know, it's going, it's going down. <laughs> Well, how the kids <laughs> say it these days, it's lit. Now, I was going to say, you know, that, that sounds mad old now. That doesn't sound, that doesn't sound modern. <laughs> you go to that uh, you go to that party last night? Yo, that shit was popping. Uh, you mean lit? You, yes, yes. It was lit. No, nah, nowadays kids would be like, are you talking about basketball? Talking about Brad Stevens popping? Like, no. The ball was not popping, especially against the Nets. No popping. I didn't see no ball in this, in this party you speak of. Zero pop. 
19, 19 turnovers will, will do that to you, to a team. <laughs> Jeez Louise. But it was lit, though. Oh, and then. It's, it's like, Coach, Coach, we, we try to make it pop. But, you know, we did a couple passes. The ball would turn the ball over. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, that's something I've had a big, big issue with turning the ball over. Even in these, even in some of these wins, like, you're, 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 you're surprised that, like, 19, 20 turnovers and you still get a W. They, they need to stop. Yeah. That. That's a bad habit. I need to cut that real quick. Right. That's not it. That's not it. Yeah. This episode of the Cosmic Street Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing now. Now, BetOnline.ag isn't just about sports. If you don't want to bet on sports, BetOnline has other options, such as award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. Now, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Head over to BetOnline.ag. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore get in on the action now don't forget to use that promo code clns50 to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus with your first deposit betonline.ag head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit betonline.ag your online sportsbook experts all right let's take our trip around the nba Let's uh let's wrap up this show of Causeway Street the way we wrap up every single episode here. We take our trip around the NBA with Joel's in case you missed it. Joel, what we missed? In case you missed it. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. All right. In case you missed it. Longtime Houston Rockets CEO Tad Brown has announced that he will resign at the end of the season. Yet again, another executive in the uh offices of the Houston Rockets just calling it quits. He can't figure it out either. Huh? <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> Fuck. It's all it takes, Wade. It's all it takes is for you to lose your franchise player for the last seven or eight years. And the office is just like, you know what? You know, he had the right idea. Let's get the fuck out of here. We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not doing this. We're not doing nothing here. John Wall is not the guy. I'm sorry. He's not the guy. <laughs> I just picture him walking into a room. They're all looking at him like, so? <laughs> he's, huh? Huh? he's like, huh? huh? <laughs> he's like, no, I got nothing. Man. Nah, man. You know, I, I'll give you all the courtesy to find somebody in the meantime. So, you know, I will I will resign, quote unquote, at the end of the season. So that gives you about a month, if that, to figure that shit out, make some fucking decisions here. Yeah, man, he, he pretty much, uh, you know, what I'm about to read here just pretty much sums up like, just you know, how, how the, the vision, the vision when when Harden arrived was was pretty simple. Win a championship, right? No matter no matter how many coaches or how many players, you know, came in and out of here. It just never happened. Right. Uh, it's time to move on, and it's time to take on other adventures, and we're looking forward to, said Brown, who uh, apparently he joined the organization as the vice president because he got promoted to CEO in 2006. So it's the greatest honor of my professional life to lead this organization. It's been the ride of a lifetime, end quote. Somehow I don't, I don't believe him, but. <laughs> that's what he's that's what he's kind of saying. Oh no. You are lying. You are a liar. <laughs> I don't I just don't believe him. Right of a lifetime? Yeah, it's lying. like it's like look, it comes this this resignation comes, you know, after a, a year, right? Cuz it's we're talking about from the end of the bubble till now, yeah. right? From from you when they got knocked off. Right of a You can't call that a ride of a yeah, lifetime. Yeah, yeah. So basically like all these changes from from when they got knocked off in the first round. No, sorry, the second round to the Lakers. You have 
uh, uh, D'Antoni, who essentially was coaching for free those last couple of months because his <laughs> his 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 contract expired in like fucking uh, June of 2020, and they were they were playing in September, and he's like, you know, yeah, we'll we'll talk after the season, and then like literally a day after they got knocked out, he's like, yeah, I'm good, I don't think we have nothing to talk about, I I you know, I got other things I want to want to pursue, and then ends up being an assistant on the bench. He's the like, Nets. yo, man. He's like, my man, I'm not even clocked in right now. So I'm done. All right. Come on. <laughs> Daryl Moe just fucking upped and quits. Not even 24 hours later, 72 hours later, working for the 76ers. And they've been, in the, you know, up until Friday night, were the, in the first seat in the East all season long, pretty much. Sounds good, Dory. Sounds good. Hi, it's Doc Rivers right days. away. What a complete turnaround for this. For, the, me, for, for a franchise right and, and, and then the opposite for, for another. Let me tell you something right now. It's not going to happen this year. But if, if Philly next year or the year after, if they win a title, that's going to be in a book. Daryl Moore's going to write a book and he's going to talk about those 48 hours. What yeah, happened? Yeah. <laughs> like that, either way, actually, you know what? Fuck it. When, whenever, <laughs> maybe the book's not about a Philadelphia championship. Just maybe it's a Daryl Moore book. And, and, that 48 hours is going to be like probably one of the better chapters of that book. Not only that, but like the fact that he still had an opportunity to, to trade for Harden well, the fact that he again. It off, yeah, I know what I'm saying, but the fact that he had a chance to pull, to pull off a hard, another Harden trade almost right. a decade later to another franchise. But yet, you know, they're still sitting pretty where they're at right now. And like you said, if they win the championship. Fuck it. Even if they make the finals, that's further than he ever did with the Houston Rockets. Yeah. In less them, amount man. of time and less talent. Bless them. <laughs> yeah. Not only not only with a coach, but with, with some shooters, man. He was like, man, I'm gonna I'm putting this whole town in my rear view. For real. <laughs> H Town, I'm out. Yeah, right. Philly, what he up? Check the deuce. He checked the, <laughs> he, he checked the, the deuce. deuce real quick. Real quick. I'm putting oh, this yeah. whole fucking town in my rear view, Ken. <laughs> like, Daryl, why are you talking like that? Um where what what the hell? Where did that Boston accent come from? Ah, what? I no, no, I just yeah, I, the town's I, my favorite movie. Sorry, man. sorry, sorry. Town. I just I got, I got caught up in a moment, kid. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's the best scene. Of the, it's the best scene in the movie, man. Yeah. Honestly, it really. Is. <laughs> he wasn't gonna play house with those kids, you know. He wasn't yeah. fucking doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna be me, you, and <laughs> it's not gonna be James. It's not gonna be Chris Paul. It's not gonna be you know us playing house in there at the toy at the Toyota Center. It's just not gonna happen. So get that out of your fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> that Russ, that Russ kid, that Russ kid, worst move I've ever did. <laughs> James Harden, Russell Westbrook holding a fucking trophy. It's not gonna happen. It's okay? not gonna happen. Get that out of your fucking head. Get that out of your fucking head. Okay. LeBron James, <laughs> Anthony Davis losing in the Western Conference. Not gonna fucking happen. All right? <laughs> <laughs> Ripping butts. We were up, ripping, ripping we were up three to two against the fucking Warriors, and just let us slip through our fingers. Uh, uh, let us slip through our fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah again, <laughs> the Warriors—they live in my fucking nightmares. Like the dude, the dude he's saying it to is like, oh, he's he's had it up to here with that damn thing. Oh, here we go again, Warriors. Again. <laughs> yeah, right. Twenty eighteen. They could have ended a dynasty like that. <laughs> yeah, like three out of the five years, like they had like a shot to like come out of the West and it just end up always fucking losing to the Warriors. Twenty eighteen was the best chance, man. Yeah, it really was. It really was. No, Eric no Gordon, Durant. Beast. 
ridiculous. Harden. Ugh. Just keep chucking threes. Just, just, just keep fucking I chucking di- threes. And just, we just lost the game. I digress. Hey, that's what got him there, though. That's I don't true. blame him. But 28 straight, though? It's just, yo, that's a, you know what that is, man. You know what that is, bro? Keep shooting. That's some basketball gods. Yeah. That's some basketball gods. Somebody up there was just like, I don't like this, man. <laughs> I don't like this. That's what, this, is, this, is, this isn't what the game's about, my man. What, man? What? <laughs> I don't know who these two people are. I'm just throwing something. Yeah, there. just you're what? right. What, what man? Is, everyone's shooting threes now. That's the way the NBA is. No, 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 man. I don't think that should uh, should be the uh, the end all be all. And, you know, lo and behold. And zero defense? No, it's just not the same. And I know. And zero defense? All right. All right. Well, no, how about can't. this? How about this? They're going to miss. I'm, I'm going to make them miss 27 in a row, and we'll see how much defense they play. All right, bet. And then they, they bet, bro. That's what happened. With. And then the after, two basketball gods. Yeah, and then after the after the game, the two basketball gods, they came They came to a general consensus. You can't go to a strip club the night before and think that everything's going to be all right in game seven. <laughs> yeah, that's it's just, it's just that's another good point. It just doesn't yeah. work. It just doesn't work. Basketball like gods, they're watching, man. They don't, you, don't, you, don't get, you don't get awarded for that. You don't get awarded nope. for not giving, not giving a fuck and thought that you were going to win the game that way. Nope. That's just that's not fair. how it works. Just not how it works. Guys, everyone, guys, everyone look out for the basketball mythology book coming out for Joseph Pavone and Joel Pavone. <laughs> <laughs> what you're hearing right now is a sneak preview. <laughs> I think it'll be I think it'll be titled If the Gods of Basketball Could Speak. That's that's what it is. <laughs> it's gonna be like a freaking what's the uh what's the front what's on the front of the Greek god? It's like that uh oh yeah, like a, a gesture, yeah. like a gesture, but it's gonna be like a basketball figure, dude. <laughs> on a, on a cloud. Like, in, like, on a in, you know, like in a, on a mountain somewhere, mountaintop somewhere. <laughs> Wearing high shorts. <laughs> yes. Yes. You got some Carver's on, maybe some yeah. chucks and some shit. There'll be a couple of versions. It could be like, you know, if, if, what if, what if Kevin Durant decided to come to Boston? Like, it's like, no, no, too far, too far. It wasn't, that wasn't that much struggling in between the Kevin no. Garnett years. And, and, and right. And, it's going to explain everything. It's going to explain why Tom Brady wasn't enough to steal that. We'll break it all down. <laughs> break it down. Kelly O, sorry. That's just, right. just wasn't enough. Which, by the way, like I, I don't want to, as if I, do, I shouldn't have to reiterate this, but uh, this isn't all facts, okay? It's no, just yeah. all <laughs> mythology, okay? Mythology. You can believe it if you want to, right? But we're not, we're not specifying as facts. <laughs> this is our explanation for yeah, shit. Yeah. And speaking of Kelly O, <laughs> who would have thought that Kelly O would have been one of the bright, one of the bright spots for the Houston Rockets this season, huh? Since he, I know. since he got traded over there. Oh, oh, all right. I, I thought you were going into your next in case you missed. I'm like, oh shit, what happened? What Kelly O do? <laughs> oh no, man, just been, just, Kelly O. I, like, oh, I got nothing. He's just been balling though. It's like since he since he's been in the Houston. Not sure if he's in their long term plans, but you know, yeah. Get another. Uh, what is it? What did he? What did he uh, end up making? Like fifty mil. He made was it fifty fifty and four? I think it was something like that. All right. Yeah, fifty and four. So yeah, don't hey, know man, if, don't know if we'll get that kind of deal again. But it's the Houston Rockets. They've done worse, right? But he's he's still valuable. You know, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if he'll get fifty mil, but yeah. Head to Patreon.com/slash Causeway and check out One on One with Joe Sway. My exclusive One on Ones with NBA players and NBA coaches, including this one with Marcus Smart. Is that an opinion you share with a lot of other people around the league? That that yeah. star treatment in sense of like some an incident like that? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's 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 just one of the elephants in the room. We know it. We see it. Right. I mean, it's obvious. You know. Mm-hmm. It's been obviously for years. You know, this is how it works. Head to patreon.com slash causeway and check out one on one with Joe Sway and of course the Causeway after show. Well, in, in case you missed it, well, I don't think anybody missed this, but I just it's just worth bringing up. Um the verdict in the uh 
the trial of the officer who killed uh, George Floyd. Found uh, guilty on all all three charges: second second degree murder, third degree murder, and second degree manslaughter. So I got to chalk that up as a as a win. Absolutely. But it's I love the, I love the fact that the NBA, in so many words, in so many statements, were like, "This is bittersweet because there's mm-hmm. so much more work to be done." Yeah, Brad Stevens was one of them. And the anxiety that I went through that day of like waiting mm-hmm. for this to be you know announced of, of the the verdict because the verdict came back so quick, I was like. This is either gonna, this is either a bad thing or a good thing because it came back so quickly and it took forever to be to be released or to be read. Right. And uh, the fact that uh, I got the news via Woj and uh, <laughs> Shams, you're like, yo, from the Athletic. So I'm it. like, this has got to be true, then, right? They're dropping <laughs> dropping news before my local my local uh, news station here. And before like CNN and anybody else for the for the most part, you know, right? you know CNN was like, "Yo, who the fuck? who the who, <laughs> who leaked this? How did they get the drop before we did? Like, yo, what, are we are we not seeing and fucking that? No, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, not even TMZ dropped that shit. Who the fuck <laughs> exactly leaked you know this information? Who leaked they this information? So yeah, um, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. We, we got a leak. Who, who leaked this? Shit? <laughs> 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 yo, who could have deal with Woj? <laughs> who the fuck is? Like at the same time, like like almost simultaneously, the tweets came out from Shams and from Woj. Like, yo, guilty, guilty in all three, all three counts. And I'm like, what? Don Lemon's taking slow baby steps back, like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Don, how come you wasn't on the panel when this was was this was announced? Oh, I had to go to the bathroom real quick. You know, yeah. I just I just was very nervous. I mean, I mean, come on, guy, who cares, man? Good news is good news. I know. Right? <laughs> What, like, what does it matter? <laughs> guilty is still fucking guilty. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know they're mad, bro. Yeah. yeah. CNN, bro. CNN. That's like CNN having the drop on uh on on uh, LeBron James going to Miami. Right. <laughs> like breaking news. Right. LeBron, ESPN would be like, "Yo, what the?" <laughs> like ESPN's like, "We're still in the middle of conducting this interview with this motherfucker. Who the hell released the fact <laughs> right? that he's going to Miami? Like, we didn't even know this. <laughs> right? The fuck? He hasn't." He hasn't even said it. We have a live feed. Like, What's going on? What the? Who uh, in this boys and girls club says some shit? Who who did it? <laughs> uh, Rich Paul. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know Rich Paul was like, Rich Paul was making a name right at that time. He was like, oh. for real, yeah. See but no, uh, a good a good first step, I guess, sort of to sort of speak in in the in the, uh, in the fight for you know equality and and, and social justice and I know I can't I can't it's stress that enough because we've been an, uh, an advocate here on the college street podcast uh, for change for um, just no more hate. Right. At the end of the day, that's right. You, just, you can't ask for anything more than that. I mean, I think if anything last year, it just forced everyone to have the conversation and it was uncomfortable and, and it was, you know, people lost friends, people lost. Yeah. Some people aren't talking to family members of yep. this stuff. Yep. The election, of course, not everyone was happy about the election, you know, and or at least not a lot of people were. I mean, going into the election, I just feel like the divisiveness of the obviously the election that that's always going to happen. But last year was different. There was a lot. Of, there was the, the elements going into it was just it was really divisive. And when everything settled and and you know the the you know Biden was was was, was elected and. I felt like things started to sort of die down or at least 
people in those conversations started to die down a bit. But then unfortunately, when when other things happen across the country, when another police shooting happens, the reaction is different now. And, and it's a lot more of, okay, something needs to change here. And this is another step in that direction for sure. The verdict and the reaction to it. You know, I, I don't know about you, Joel, but for me, like, the most part, the response has been very, very positive. And, and I'm not saying in our inner circles, obviously our inner circles are our inner circles. Like, yeah. <laughs> not going to differ much from how we feel. Yeah. But you know what I mean, right? Just the, the overall consensus, you know, whereas a year ago, it was, I don't want to say 50-50. I, I can't put a, per- a percentage on it exactly, but it was so divided, man, when, when everyone was protesting and, and, and people were just really starting to, to grasp how much of a trouble, uh, how problematic police brutality really is in this country. Like, I think last year people really started to, to really grasp it. You felt the pulse, right? You, you, right. you, you can feel the tension. You can, uh, you can like watch. Floyd was like, it was like that. That's it. We're, yeah. It was, had it. Like, yeah. We, everyone felt that. Yeah. It was, you hate to say like the tipping point, but it was like for the NBA uh, as I guess one of the leaders, in 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 the uh in the movement or to push you know that message that you know that's it like we're we're not going to stand for this even if we play basketball or not like we're we're going to use our platform for good in this situation right and then the right. other leagues then the other leagues followed suit MLB NFL NHL yeah, always always give you have to always give the NBA props for being trendsetters man for sure like just the the overall message, just to, to 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 put Black Lives Matter on their on their basketball court, uh, in their in their uh, commercials, and I think that really set the president in terms of speaking out, like using your yeah. voice. Whether that meant that this trial was going to go the other way, the NBA, I think they're still gonna they're still gonna keep fighting, right? And that's and I, and that's like I said, that's all you can really ask for because right. Like it's, you know, it's not temporary. That's yeah, right. yeah. Something, something's got to give. Something's got to change. Right. And this is a, a a great step in that in that direction. And it's the fight's not over. Um, I mean, you got Dante Wright, who was also killed in Minnesota, and that former officer has been charged as well, even though she resigned. Right. But we shall see. We shall see. Yeah, man. The battle, the battle continues. But yeah, like you said, you, you put it perfectly. It's a it's a win for sure. Definitely. Justice for George Floyd. Now, this, now it just comes down to the sentencing, right? Because each each charge has a different sentence. Right. Um, you know that that's that's a that's a whole another uh, can of worms, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, everyone has to remember that this is he's, he's convicted for second degree. You know, I, I know one of those charges carries a the heaviest. Um, it's like a forty year, right? Maximum. Something yeah, like that. the heaviest sentence was the forty years, but I mean, second degree isn't. You know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Because even the, even the third degree was the state of Minnesota is only one of like six states that that even has that charge. I don't even know what that was. Well, he almost got that. Remember? Yeah, he was only, he was only, only going to get that. Yeah. And then they added the second degree, um, second degree murder and the second degree uh, manslaughter. So the 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 jury they got it right. They got it right. Yeah. And in case you missed it, uh, sad news. Obviously, here to report when it comes to the death of. Boston native Terrence Clark, the young man who was killed due to injuries sustained in a car accident in L.A. this past Thursday, had declared for the NBA draft, which was coming up here in July. 
He was with uh, his Kentucky teammate, Brandon Boston Jr. He survived, thank God. But overall, uh, a young man who had an impact, not just here in Boston, but across the sports world as there's just the, the, the outpour of, of grief and support for this family from the NBA to college basketball, obviously, and, and, and everywhere in between. And I know, so you, you had met him uh, a couple times and we were, um, we were together along with Sean and our boy, Tim, the resident Suns fan at the Suns game when the news broke and, I'm still, I'm still in a loss for words. I'm still in shock because at the end of the day, a 19 year old who has such a promising future is no longer here. That's the unfair part. But I just hope that all of the good things that have been said about this young man continues to reach his family so that they know how much of an impact he and how many lives he's touched. In such a short time, because right. he was going to be 20 years old in September, and he wanted to be such an inspiration to the, the city of Boston and the, and the kids coming through the next generation and, 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 and so forth, coming out of Boston to follow their dreams, no matter how big or small they, they are. Right. And he was just a perfect example of that. Yeah, man. I mean, we always talk about growing up in Boston and I mean, for, for someone to come straight from the city to the league, I mean, that we, you're revered in this city, you know, always. We talk about Dana Barrows, man. He grew up where we grew up, you know, High Park, Mattapan area. Uh, Terrence Clark was like going to be the next one. You know, people can talk about um, Connington or um, Chris Heron. But for, for Joel and I, it's different with someone from Boston, man. It was like, that's our neighborhood. That's where we grew up. Those are our stomping grounds. Like, you know, uh, the fact that he played on course not too far away from course that we used to play on, like that, it, it's it's just all of it. It's just it's just a tragedy, man. It's just a. I really had a tough day, honestly. Friday, just, I couldn't get it. I couldn't get him off my mind. It's so heartbreaking when you just don't know what tomorrow's going to have, or like what tomorrow's going to bring. At the end of the day, it's just, that's that's like something I couldn't wrap. I had a hard time wrapping my head around that. It was just like, you, you, you're about to, your life's about to change. You're going to change so many lives. Oh man. He just signed a clutch, man. Like just signed the clutch. Yeah. Clutch sports. LeBron, like signed with Rich Paul, who, who was the first one to, to, to break the news to Woj. And, and it's just so disappointing because like, like you said, man, he touched so many lives and, um, it's such a humongous impact and you just hope people um people just learn from it i don't know man just count your blessings i guess um try to just yeah i don't know man yeah Yeah. i mean tough loss we had the conversation obviously you know it's like for a brief few hours that we were actually at the garden watching you know the Celtics play live and in person for it, it felt like that it felt like for at least for me it's felt like years since the last time I was at the garden watching the live Celtics game and it and right. it's like taking a break from like reality just to get hit with the dose of reality hours later that oh right. all of this could be gone in 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 a second you know what I mean right. but 
car crash in the middle of the day. Like, you know, yeah, like that's, it's like, come on. It's tough, man. Yeah, man. I spoke to him a couple of times. He would be at the garden and he was just such a nice kid. I mean, obviously, like high school kids shooting around the garden. Yeah, he'll be pretty damn happy, but like so polite. So like the guy that people just wanted to just shoot the shit with for a little bit and then keep it moving. And he could talk to anybody, you know, some of the basketball coaches, some of the Celtics assistant coaches, you know, he had them laughing, you know. And and I just remember, uh, I'll never forget, man, he was like decked out. You could tell, you know, when a kid, you know, He's he's a high school. He's a senior at the time. You know when you're like, oh, that's his outfit. You could tell he had. Remember he had like this like jacket, like this like nice jacket, like a space jacket or something, NASA jacket. Make some jeans on, and I remember he was putting up shots. And I'm just like, man, how you gonna shoot like with that thing? You you had you had the guard, and obviously everyone got 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 eyes on him. And man, he must have drained like three or four threes in a row, man. Like he was just loving life. Like I don't care who's watching, and I don't care. You know, I'm in street clothes. Like I, I just think that was the sort of vibe I, I he put out to everyone and all the stories that I've read. Have, have all um, confirmed that, you know, just yeah. that, that beam of light that everyone gravitated towards and just had a great infectious personality that obviously resonated with uh, Jalen Brown, who uh, worked out with him and obviously resonated with Jason Tatum, who spoke about their relationship pretty much since after his rookie season. He's been in contact with him in one way or another for seek when, when, when he would call uh, Tatum to seek advice, he, you know, it was that sort of big brother relationship that he had with those guys. And, um, I just think it's a testament to the kind of guy he is, you know, or kind of guy he was that that had already made a profound influence on two rising NBA superstars. Let never mind an entire community that had his back, man. Uh there's a vigil Friday night in Boston. And um, yeah, man, the city's 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 morning for sure, man. Prayers up for him and his family. Um, I love that Jalen Brown has 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 uh already sparked the idea of, of of hoping the NBA could just somehow just announce his name on draft night. Um, uh, Terrence was, was, was projected to be a late first rounder, early second round. Yeah. He had a tough, a uh, trying year in Kentucky, but his athleticism and I mean, just his skill set alone, um, put him in that, you know, in that category for late first round. And, and you never know what workouts, the off season, like his whole program, anything could have changed, could change. And, and the fact that he was signed by clutch and the fact that he was in Allen Cali for getting ready for, you know, draft stuff and nba draft program working out yep yep. workout combine it's not too far you know we're not too far from the combine and all that stuff that that um that that's such a special moment for these kids man right before they right before they enter the show and hear that name called that 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 moment that life-changing moment that 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 they all play for and work so hard for i'd love for the nba to do that for his family if, if we could hear his name called um on draft name or even, or even better, right? Like if the if the Celtics just announced that they, that like they drafted yeah. him, you know, like yeah. come full circle. I mean, Jason Tatum called him a a smiling little brother. Like I think that that's just that just it fits everything that I've read about him. It fits his personality, fits like the characteristics that like I just you just it's everyone crazy. just says how like how how nice of a kid he was. And how brighter if you didn't future know any was. better, you would have thought he was like a G leaguer or something. Right? It was like he was there often. The way he spoke with the with the Celtics players, it just you know his game. Like he's not he he was in street clothes, but he's he's draining threes. Like it, it's just someone, it was like he belonged already. Yeah, it's, someone, just, it's really sad, man. Someone who had a love you, love for the game that like you, you know, know me well you enough. Know. When I'm really taken back by shocking news, that when I, when I you have to repeat something like three or four times, and that's what Joel had to do. Man, he's like, "What are you talking about? Like, what? Like?" And yeah, man, unfortunately, Joel, you know, you were you, 
you were saying what 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 what, what I was hearing was true. You know, I just couldn't I couldn't believe it. Like, no, wait, say that again. Like, no, not Terrence Clark. What are you talking about? Like, yeah, man. Tough day, tough day, and it's gonna be a tough couple of days here in, in the I city had of just Boston. seen he post about clutch, man. That's how I found out. I didn't right? know about clutch. So, so his, IG told me, yeah. his IG told me that same day. The day that the, the, the like six hours after I found out Clutch signed him, I, I found out he passed. Like, it was man, yeah, man. Rest in peace to um to uh, Terrence Clark and and our thoughts and prayers are with his with his family. Uh, according to Woj, his mother was by his side when he passed away. So I can't I can't even imagine what what that poor woman is going through. I can at least at least I, I would like to hope that all the 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 outpouring of of support for her son is is. is it's comforting her in some way. Right. You can only, you can only hope, you can only hope that, you know? Um, yeah. And, um, that's, uh, that's going to do it for my, uh, edition of uh, this edition of in case you missed it. It's been, it's been an interesting seven days, uh, and full of ups and downs, but, uh, unfortunately that, that, that is life. We just hope he's shining down on us and also rest in peace to, a, a, a another, uh, Hip hop legend here, Shock G, from Digital Underground, mm-hmm. who passed away. That's right. Yeah, the same day on Thursday, as we were watching the, as we were at the Suns game, and um, fifty seven, fifty seven years old. Yeah, man. And as we were recording this podcast, the uh, memorial for DMX has just ended. It took place at the the public one, right? It took place at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, and it, yeah, it's just been like I said, it's been an interesting. 10 days here yeah man it's been wild you know um uh one um interview i, I listened to this past week was uh all the smoke with, with chris weber mm. and he made a an incredible i, I guess he's not the first one because someone told me that someone has suggested this before but he made an incredible suggestion he said that uh that that, that rap needs a, a union right i'm like man that's like that could save so many people. I mean, I, I'm not trying to say that, like, listen, rappers don't obviously lead the best lives, you know, <laughs> but I mean, DMX, uh, you know, the, the recent past, uh, it's just like some of these rappers are barely hitting 50, man. You right. know, like, yeah, like, yeah, you know, you're right. I don't know if that would even work. I don't know if it would be like, you know, you got to put it in a certain amount of albums in or like, does that be like, but that's just an interesting concept. Like that's something that I think is. Um, yeah, and and you're right too. Yeah. Recipes of Black Rob. He 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 passed between Black the, Rob, you know, passed, last episode Black and this Rob episode. Passed. Yep. Also also in his fifties, and so I mean you, we saw him at the uh, the Bad Boy um, reunion tour a couple years ago. Right. If you would have told, if anyone would have told me that night, like yo man, Black Rob is gonna he's probably gonna pass in like three next three to four years, I would be like no, he's not. Like he's look at him, he's right. fine. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, and then you know you you see like you said you see all these these things after the fact like oh you know having health issues or or battling right. this or battling that and you're just like wow and it's it's crazy though because but maybe maybe if if somehow they were able to get help before the issue yeah. took over you know I mean like maybe that doesn't happen you know I don't I don't know what kind of resources these guys have but I, I just I have to uh, I have to go off my assumption that most record deals. Once they end, they end, right? Yeah, There's right. No, you're not, you're not still part of a union for life, you know. Like, there is no until there, you retire. Yeah, yeah. There is no like you know Medicare for you know yeah rappers after after your your contract is done, right? 
Yo, yo, after that tour, yo, can I go um, make an appointment with my therapist? You guys covered it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah don't yeah, worry about it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think they do that. No, that's, yeah. And, you know, this this past weekend, too, watching Method Man and Red Man's um, them battling out on, 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 on Instagram, and one person commented to Method Man, like, yo, Method Man, you've been on a song with Tupac, Biggie, DMX, like mm-hmm. all these all these rappers that are no longer here. What was his response? He's he was just like, "Yeah, man, give me my damn flowers now. While I'm still alive." Yeah, and it's and, yeah. it's, and it's true, it's true. Yeah. You know this 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 pandemic hasn't been hasn't been kind to a, a lot of people, and that's including a lot of in the music industry who are not even they can't even tour right now. They can't even bring you the the classics that so many of us grew up listening to and whatnot. But having these these random internet performances, they're they're clutch. They come clutch from time to time. No, for sure, man. I mean, it's like uh it's like everyone getting a virtual ticket to the show. You know what I mean? It's like it's like you're in a, a room, it's like you're in a, a venue. Yeah. A virtual venue and it didn't cost you shit. Like it's great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, even if it was four twenty, it was great. Still great. All right. Okay. Even if it was four twenty, <laughs> you know, it didn't cost you anything right. but the uh the activities that you were partaking in your own home, you know, that's all on you. you that's know? all, yeah. Whatever you want to buy a drink, whatever you want, you know. And you're not you're not getting overcharged. That's the best part. You ain't waiting in lines. Remember, Dad always says that, but, the, but going through games, you ain't got to wait in lines. You go use the bathroom, you know. <laughs> He's like, if you get, you can, you can pause it if you want to. If you got to, you know, if you want to. You ain't dropping dough for the Uber. For- <laughs> you ain't dropping dough for. You ain't dropping twelve dollars for a beer. It's like it's great. It's, it's awesome. It's great. It's so good. You're right. It's so good. Reminiscent. But especially, it's it's great when everyone else is doing it too, right? Like you were watching, you know, Sean, where you got when everyone's watching together because it's like you're at the show together. So. Yeah, listening listening songs you haven't heard in, in 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 such a long time. It's that's always it's always good. It's always good. And then they're performing in front of you. It's not like you're watching some DJ spin. Hell yeah! I mean, you were for a little bit, but he was killing it though. He was. Knock on. What was, was. On, on. What was. was the DJ? What was it? DJ Scratch? DJ Scratch killed it. Killed it. Yeah, he killed it. He killed it. Yeah. But uh, hit us up on CosmicStreet dot com for all your uh, Celtics news, rumors, and opinions. Real quick, we we have. We've done it for a couple of weeks now. Our Causeway Street weekly recap. We talk about the good and the bad for every for the for the week for the Celtics. For the most part, they're, they're either playing three games or four games in a week, and we talk about who was the shittiest of the of the week and who was the the, the player of the week, right? And and and, right. and the game of the week and the stinker of the week. Those, those type of things. So you know, check that out. It's been we've been doing it for a few weeks now with our our, our new writer Ian. So hit up CausewayStreet.com. Hit us up on all social media platforms at Causeway Street. And subscribe to our Patreon, Causeway After Hours, for all your exclusive audio about everything from player interviews to random topics that we talk about. We, we, we talk about it all. And we also take suggestions, too. So go up on there, subscribe, do the damn thing, support Causeway Street. That's it. That's all. That's all I got. You know, hashtag Black Lives Matter, hashtag uh, Stop Aging Hate, hashtag Justice for Breonna Taylor, hashtag Justice for Jacob Blake, and hashtag Justice for Dante Wright, because so far there has been justice for George Floyd. And I'm so happy to actually say that. Right. Yeah, man, for sure. Rest in peace, Terrence Clark. And rest in peace, Terrence Clark. Yep. So until next time, folks, um, be safe and we'll talk to you guys soon.